0: Oh, yeah. No question running cross-country is difficult. I'm saying that coaching it compared to, like, coaching football Uh, or a sport that's, like, not a subset of a
1: sport but an entire sport (laughs) is at least a little bit
0: more complex.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 at least a little bit, yeah. And if you disagree with us, Heath challenges you to a foot race. That's right. (laughs) Heath Enright challenges you. No, I challenge you to a sport. (laughs) (laughs) Or
2: coaching a real (laughs) sport. Yeah, there you go. God-awful movies.
3: Movies. Movies.
2: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because it turned out ghost-busting wasn't a real job, and this is the next closest thing. I'm your host, Noah Lusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks,
0: Noah. So uh you know who doesn't have enough movies made about him? Who's that? Coach Dave Dobenmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the football coach turned evangelical hate mister, the guy who locked himself in a press box at a football stadium with nothing but a podcast microphone and a goatee grooming kit. But don't worry, they fixed it. He has God, he a movie may have now. been the
2: inspiration for this film. Yeah. I am quite certain. <laughs> And, of course, sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon,
1: sir? I'm amazing, Noah. I plan to run a marathon later this year. Uh, I'm going to run. That's it. That yeah, that's do the extent it. of my plans. You know everything that you need to, that's to know. But that's not. You're going you're to walk and hop. <laughs> you're not going to run it. You haven't <laughs> seen my montage. Neither will I.
2: No, with all that great coaching that he just gave himself, <laughs> he should be fine. Yeah. I'm going to do interval training. Walk. That's <laughs> Interval. All right, so
0: tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Overcomer. It was, uh, it was not the genre of film I was hoping for, based on the title. <laughs> um, not the story of a guy with really good fluid volume. Uh, and my costume thing was not appreciated by the Kentucky Theater for <laughs> the <toward laughs> families where I saw it. They didn't like I started setting up a Gallagher thing with the first few road. They didn't get it at all. <laughs> no, not about come. Uh, it's the story of Coach Dave learning how to work at an integrated school. <laughs> Very exciting.
2: Yeah, I know we did come what may and then the overcomer. I thought we had a cumtacular going, but no, but <laughs> barely not. All right. So, Eli, how bad was this movie?
1: Well, if you love making sports movies, but you don't want the sports part to hold you back. You will love this movie. <laughs> it's track is just running, right? Yep. The movie. The
2: movie. Yeah, exactly. And this, of course, comes to us from the Kendrick brothers. Uh, this is their third movie that we've reviewed. Uh, Fireproof was one of the pre-game reviews on Scathing. And of course, they did War Room, which is one of the first movies that we reviewed on this show. But in this film, Alex Kendrick decided that rather than go with the star power of a uh, Kurt Cameron or. Whatever his name was that starred in War Room, whose latest IMDb credit is literally as an extra in a TV series called Wonder Pets, exclamation mark.
0: <laughs> the guy with the guy who did the the back flip, the
2: flip guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Flip guy. All right. But, but nice. Alex Kendrick decided instead of that kind of star power, he was going to play the lead role himself. <laughs> Gentlemen, did you ever think you would say of a man's acting
1: well, he's no Kirk Cameron. <laughs> you, you ever think you would long for the Quentin Tarantino cameo? Yeah, right, yes, exactly.
0: Uh, I just want to see all of Growing Pains with Alex Kendrick. In the
1: <laughs> role. At this
0: age, yeah, exactly. I would buy that box set right now.
2: <laughs> uh, and of course, this is out in theaters now. Uh, this was a field trip for us. We all went on opening night. Any, any tales from the theater to share?
1: So my theater was empty, except for me my my soon to be father in law my mom's fiance who came because he thought it would be fun to see a bad movie he was wrong <laughs> yeah who wasn't he and three women of color who were very excited by all elements of the movie <laughs> really here's what i will say my viewing experience of this film was very different from everyone else.
0: You were not excited throughout
1: because it was punctuated by a full volume constant running commentary on anything and everything that happened on the screen along with complimentary or detractory noises as well as invocations from the bible as advice for the characters. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I should point out also the one on the far right, the uh, largest of the group, constantly tried to give the movie a high five. <laughs> I'm unsure what this is, but she <laughs> reached her arm forward towards the movie at all moments that she found inspiring as though it was leaving her hanging. And it was really hard for me to not lean forward a couple of rows and just be like, I got you. I got you, Bip. <laughs> That's a TV box. It's just a big one. Not I don't I like- don't get it. You always get that.
2: I'm in Georgia. I never get that. Um. I never get people. So, okay, so here's the thing. This is the first time I've ever been to a theater where the movie was surprised to see me there. Right? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the back. So I guess the projectionist probably saw that one ticket was sold for this movie. So he had to play it, but he didn't see anybody. So he, like, comes into the theater. He looks and he sees me and then he runs off. And then, like, mid-M&M's commercial, the movie starts. No previews, (laughs) no fucking Melissa Minuto, or whatever her name is. None of that shit. It was just suddenly there was a fucking movie on. (laughs) All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at, being the worst at? Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with best and worst sportsing. Yep, I had a feeling. Um, (laughs) This was amazing, the contrast. So... They play some basketball in this movie, and it's actually real basketball players yep. playing the real, real sport of basketball. Multiple times, they but they make a shot in this movie without an edit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, exactly. They literally make a shot without an edit. But it's also a sports movie, like we already told you. It's running. There's action scenes based on running, and not like. Fast running, nope. it's jogging. <laughs> yep. It's a jogging movie. So if you were thinking this was like the fast paced world of sprinting movies, it's not. No, <laughs> it's that slow, it relaxed. Yeah, down, no, like in the grand fucking finale,
2: they're going like, okay, give it about seventy <laughs> percent.
1: <laughs> that's an actual line in the yes, finale of this yes. film. Is that's real? <laughs> give it seventy <laughs> percent. Side note, I found my sport. <laughs> we'll hey, this movie. <laughs> climax, you're at an 11. We need you at a 7. <laughs>
2: all right. So I was going to go with best worst Lucinda excuse. This was amazing. Okay. So I had shit to do all day Friday. So I had to go see this on like the late show Friday night. And I made a, a comment right before I was leaving about, yeah, I got to go to a movie by myself on a Friday night. That's depressing. And Lucinda just instinctively goes, yeah, I'd love to go with you, but. And then there's nothing. She realizes she has literally, she's going to be playing Stardew Valley and petting the kittens for the rest of the night. She has nothing that she can even pretend that she's doing. So she just starts talking quieter and quieter. (laughs) I will (laughs) have to go with you, but there's a...
1: (laughs) Bring me some popcorn back. (laughs) Doing Lucinda stuff. Lucinda stuff is my favorite stuff. I was going to give this best worst thing to walk in on your parents doing. And yes, I am counting fucking. So... A continual plot line through this movie is two children walking in on their parents, weeping openly while praying on all fours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a pr- pretty regular occurrence at Coach's house. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee you that's what Dave Dobenmeier is doing right the fuck now. <laughs> yep. Right now. He's weeping, all fours praying.
2: All right, well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of action packed jogging to get to on the other side of this break so we'll keep it brief and when we come back we'll dive into all
0: the vignettes that think they're a linear plot that are overcomer lulu Lou, Lou, doing heat stuff heat stuff is my favorite stuff uh, excuse me heath henright yeah uh who are you and what what are you people doing in my house
1: we're the lawyers representing your teeth
0: my teeth?
2: That's right, your teeth. Our clients have sat by long enough as you skip a brush between meals or tell yourself mouthwash is just as good. Well enough is enough. This is a legal order to
0: get quip. It's not how law works. It's how I tooth law think works. Law. Oh, okay. Tooth law? Mm-hmm. Tooth law. Okay. Um what's quip though?
2: Quip is one of the first electronic toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified
0: five-star reviews. Wow. Sounds pretty good, actually.
1: hmm And then, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health.
0: Okay, that's pretty good, too. But an electric toothbrush... I don't know, just my counter space and stuff. I have a system. Actually, the Quip
2: mirror mount puts brushing front and center in your bathroom, so you'll remember to bookend your day
1: using your new brush. Okay, and if I don't do this? To jail! What? I love Quip because it takes the work out of dental care. That's why I love Quip, and why it's perfect for getting back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to quip.com slash awful right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at
2: G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash awful.
0: Okay, got it. Tooth jail. Yep. Tooth jail. Jail for teeth. Jail for teeth. Buy teeth. What? From
1: the makers of Overcomer. Pop, we just got to win the big game. Yep. Going to get the fastest, most touch. downs. Touchdowns, sure, yeah. Touchdowns. Comes another sports movie that proves you don't need to know sports if you know the Lord. All right, boys, it's the final thing, and we need to push. And never... Don't forget to push the... Never stop pushing. Pushing. Thanks, coach.
2: This summer, come inside me.
0: Really? That's... The title? What? Uh, No, it's fine. It's fine. We're at a religious school. It's fine, though. It's fine. It's fine.
2: Yeah. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to open up the movie in the last minute of a big basketball game. We zoom in uh, into the gymnasium, into the high school gymnasium, and we zoom in on coach Alex Kendricks, who's acting fucks this movie up in the first 10
1: seconds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He goes, he's like giving his coach words. He's like, hey, guys, remember that the most basic possible aspects of of how basketball is played. Good job. Go
0: right. Although I got to give him credit. They're playing basketball. For re- like nobody hurt themselves playing basketball. <laughs> the bar is so low now; tell. it's a really low bar. But they really, but they nailed are it. Playing basketball, they did okay. They got you don't do a full court press at the end of a game if you're winning, and that's what's but- happened here. But <laughs> other than that, like they, it's basketball. They pass the ball. They don't hit
1: hit each other in the face. It felt like the Kendrick brothers have listened to our podcast and were like, "Fuck you, you atheist." Homos, we know sports. I know a ton about sports. I'm going to shout all the sports words I know right here at the beginning of the movie, and them them's, them's long-haired quirks are going to be like, oh, they got the sports right. <laughs> well, they got
2: one of the sports right. That's, that's better than their normal average. Yeah, exactly. I mean, last time they managed to fuck up competitive jump ropes, so this is a huge step forward for these
0: guys. Rushing it. <laughs> yeah. Can we just... Focus one more time on the title of this movie. Thank you. Okay.
1: I just, yeah. Can we dedicate 20, 30 minutes (laughs) to the fact that they shot this movie? They wrote this movie. They edited this movie. They sent it to a company who published it and distributed it and no one went. The movie title sounds like someone who comes too much. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> At any time. Well, but it's also it's not even a phrase. You know, one isn't an
2: overcomer, one overcomes, you know. So it's not they just put an R on a different like that doesn't even count as a word.
0: We watched one who overcomes. <laughs> we watched main character who overcomes a conflict. Uh, with the help of side characters in a story arc g- 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 uh, comer. That was wh- That the, was the working the title, movie. yes.
1: What's the word for someone who overcomes an opponent? You mean winner? That's it, but that Win. I don't want to call our movie winner, overwinner. <laughs> over <No. laughs> winner, come talker. Spray your victory all over my face and chest. <laughs> in the movie. Winning my throat. I'm gonna nope. spin so I'm gonna spit your wins into this see-through cup and then share it <laughs> with my supposed stepdaughter. All right moving.
0: Winner swallow.
1: Bro. All right.
2: So, so now, but the thing is though, is that we open the movie by undercoming, right? Because like that's the very beginning of the movie. is, like uh Coach Kendrick's team misses the the three pointer at the buzzer, the season's over.
0: Right? It happens to a lot of guys. Undercover. <laughs> it's not a
1: thing.
0: It's actually positive. Like 4 <laughs> If skating.
1: you think about it. Yeah, and this is the first, at least a movie first for me, where we got to see the coach um, post-losing pep talk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, we lose, but we'll get them next year. Maybe. Not
0: in this movie life. No. Not in But maybe a different life that I... I will star in. Could be a sequel. A sequel we could get them.
1: Here's what's weird about this moment. There is nothing about the plot of this movie that requires them to have lost this game. Nope. They could have won this game and the rest of the movie would have gone on As normal. In fact, the stakes might have been slightly higher that they were later established in this movie. For some reason, the Kendrick brothers couldn't fathom a universe, even a fictional one, where their hometown team won the big game. (laughs) There there could have been
0: a mass shooting at this basketball game and the rest of the movie is the same. Yeah,
1: right, right. No, yeah. I'll
2: go one further on this. There was no reason for them to lose this game or play the game or for there to be basketball involved in this movie at all or for him to have been a basketball coach. Right. None of that ever factors into the story.
0: One hundred percent. Alex Kendrick can do one thing mediocrely well on camera and it's play basketball. (laughs) And he was like, we're putting or
2: watch other people do it. Yeah. All right. So he gives his loser pep talk. uh, And then the next day this fucked me all up. Okay, so we, we meet him and his wife and they're in a teacher's lounge, but it looks like a kitchen. So what I get is that they're sitting around in their kitchen having their morning coffee and one of his coworkers is like, "Man, you got to see this." And then they walk out and they're in a school. Freaks <laughs> me right Mafia. the fuck
0: out. Oh, okay. See, I I was very confused by this. I thought they were for sure at home and then I was like, "Oh shit, that's They're like <laughs> they're sitting at like the chemistry bar, drowning their sorrows. That's a beaker. <laughs> Just drowning sorrows in this titration of sulfuric acid. It's very bitter. Very bitter.
2: Yeah, So, but we have him. He's watching the um, the video of the game the night before and bitching about the coaching. And I'm like, oh, well, there's another aspect of the sports that they got correct. <laughs> that is how you uh, handle losing a game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That other team must be really good at praying. I don't know. Yeah. We fucking, we got to <laughs> yeah. step it up.
1: I got to get the guys together. Was any of you Muslim last night? Just even for a second. Because I got to <laughs> trying to do the be math. Honest.
2: Be honest. Anybody lust after any women during the game? Are that There's our problem right there. Anyway, so the football coach comes to get him. He's got some bad news. It turns out that the big steel mill in town is closing down. <laughs> the steel, they would have gone with American flag manufacturer If those weren't all made in Vietnam I guess, but the big steel mill Is closing
0: Yeah, <laughs> fucking James Spader Shutting down the mill <laughs> Just the mill The, the plant, plant to make room for Atheist doubt factory Or something, <laughs> I don't know, it's it's so dumb And th- the point is Though, that this coach is like Alright, well this is gonna fuck up the high school
1: sports here yes. in our community. Yes, is, the God int- damn it. The whole stakes of the beginning. Three quarters of this movie will be coach misses the point. We yeah. see some kid yeah. crying in the background. Mom's not going to be able to retire. Yeah, fuck mom. What are, you were supposed to start for me next semester. I, <laughs> this motion.
2: Yes, the whole goddamn movie, we've got this in the background. Town, the town is being uprooted. Families are being torn apart. People are losing their jobs. The the, you know, the businesses are shutting down. The, the, the municipal services are being starved of resources. And the entire movie focuses in on, yeah, but we're not even, even if we played Iron Man, we wouldn't have of football players,
1: and even what? better because it's a Christian movie, and they got to do that jingoistic "America is the best" thing. They can't be like, "Oh, too bad we didn't have a labor union." Never mind. Never. So, so the plan. If is only co- we could have more tariffs <laughs> for a steel mill. They're trying to put a positive spin on the plant closing down because they say not once, but twice, the plant has offered everyone new jobs at the other plant. Like (laughs) they normally
2: do when they shut down plants, they give a brand
1: new job to everyone. (laughs) I wanted so bad. I want that to transfer to other movies so badly. Just like, oh man, they're scutting down the ski center. And then just someone waddles into frame. Don't worry. You'll be allowed to use the community center down at the J (laughs) at the YMCA. (laughs) There will be plenty of activities for all, and the ski center will be turned into business for everyone.
0: (laughs) I want to see the movie about this town in China where they got this amazing high school basketball team next to them. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All
2: right, so then we flash cut to five months later... The tower is boarded up. There's fucking tumbleweeds
0: going through. Chernobyl is like (laughs) dropping a bottle of (laughs) water and food. Did you guys convert that into a burning barrel factory (laughs) from a steel mill? Yeah, we did. We figured a lot of those. All
2: right. So now it's time for us to meet Hannah. Uh, She is the first African-American character in the film, I wonder what stereotype they will reinforce with her first action in this movie. Oh, oh, oh! Is it pointless stealing? <laughs> yep. I, okay, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting there with my pen over my nose. So I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna make the black girl a thief, aren't they? They're gonna. They're <laughs> re- no,
0: no. Yes, they are. They do. Okay. Well. Let's add something positive. She runs fast also because of her race. Fuck. Oh, God. It's just supposed to not because of race at all. I guess is what it is. She's fast because she steals
1: so hard. I feel like you say that to this me This movie was written and directed by white people. Ah. Uh. <laughs> If you thought the blind side made you uncomfortable, (laughs) by the way, at this point, the ladies in front of me had a conversation so engrossing that you will literally have to tell me what happened because as loudly as humanly possible, the one on the right said, that's like your niece, Denise. And then the other one said, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so Dotty. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, (laughs) Dottie.
2: So, all right. So, little Hannah steals some headphones and then goes. To, she they notice that she stole them. She runs away, and so all the
0: kids that were there give chase. Right, and she, she runs away like into the forest, and like she's a forest nymph. Now. She just like disappears like a deer into the foliage, and they run after, her and they just can't. She's She's
1: gone. She's disappeared. Yeah. Luckily, these kids all grew up to be Metal Gear Solid guards. Yeah, right, right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. They all <laughs> stop at the last place they saw her. And they're like, well, we have no way of knowing what would have happened next. <laughs> well, and, and what's amazing. OK, so they're she's asthmatic, right? So we've got her hiding behind a, a rock while these kids are chasing her and they try to do like the Christian movie version of the ring wraiths at the river scene. But she's panting super fucking loud. So the kids <laughs> have to pretend they can't hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where where could she be?
2: <laughs> yeah, let's not disturb that snoring beaver. He no. sounds mean. <laughs> That's the
0: ghost in the well. All right, <laughs> Steve, stop doing your impression of an asthma girl. No, I, I'm doing practicing. I'm working it's a method. The, it's for my SNL that- <laughs> It's for my monologue class. Spoiler alert. <laughs> But yeah, this, uh, the asthma, it's, uh, quite the hurdle to overcome. Yes, that it is. Oh, er, er, fuck. We the can... hurdle of which she will be an overcome. <laughs> Title trap.
2: All right. So she goes home and just, just in case you didn't get the whole, she's a thief thing from her stealing the headphones in the last scene. Her, she gets home to granny and her grandmother's like, hey, I found this iPod in your jeans that you have stolen. You're a thief.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: And I guess Granny orders her to, like,
1: give it back to the decade she stole it from, I guess. (laughs) All right. Get in your time machine and return that (laughs) Zoom right now. Was this a... You made a mixtape for someone? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Excellent. It's Heath's 30s? All right. That's from even older times. I I got it.
0: (laughs) Recently made a mixtape. So
2: So Granny tells her off for uh, stealing the iPod. She says, you got to give this back. She's like, I got to go to work. I'm late. But your dinner is on the stove. Now, we will later see her eating a grilled cheese sandwich. Why would that be oh, on the stove?
0: Was the, the, I didn't catch the, uh, the grilled cheese on the stove part. I just saw the next cut was like, all right, Hannah's upstairs checking out her box of thievery that she has. Mm-hmm. It's like surprisingly like ornate. It's like velvet lined <laughs> and like like a shrine, It's got like hair dolls and stuff. It's very respectful thievery box. She takes it seriously. But then she just takes what appeared to me to be a, a loose half of a grilled cheese from her pocket. And I was just like, what? Respect. Nice. <laughs> you had later cheese. <laughs> she you a- ate half of one and we're like, I would, I'm going to want this later. Pocket. Wow. She's also looking at a magazine ad here. Yes,
2: she's looking at her picture of what having a dad would be like.
1: (laughs) So, again, keep in mind this movie, written and directed and starring white men, has a African-American young girl who steals, Mm -hmm. has an absentee parent figure, and knows what it's like to have a parent from magazines. She might as well have pulled out a banjo with Kendricks just in the background. Like, I'm nailing this, right? (laughs) <laughs> War Room made twenty three million dollars. <laughs> Jesus uh. Christ!
2: Yeah, this one made its budget back already. We're recording on Saturday. It's already made it back its budget. Uh. All right, I want
1: to be on the other Will side. Make that movie. Want to yeah. be on the other side. Two votes. Yeah, no, there we go. All right, all right. And then
2: we cut to him meeting, uh, coach meeting with the principal about all the people who are leaving. And oh no, they they're so short staffed that now he's gonna have to be the track
1: coach. No? OK, no one in this movie will ever acknowledge that the reason he can't be the track coach is because that's a real sport that you have to know something about. No, because the principal will just be like, come on, basketball, running, football, running. Maybe you can speech him up. I heard your little loser speech to it. Do it. <laughs> speech him up. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> One for Literally, the skipper.
0: Tell him to run faster than the other team. Done with coaching <laughs> cross country. There you go. It,
2: it. He, but he doesn't know enough about putting legs in front of one another. How could he do that? It's <laughs> it'll be so difficult. He he would have to overcome
1: so much. Also, before you send us eight million angry emails and tweets, we know that coaching in track and field is hard, and we get it. We, yeah, no, we don't.
2: No, I'm <laughs> sure it's hard. <laughs> okay. I couldn't run for three fucking miles, but you also can't make a goddamn movie about it because it's not interesting. There's all kinds of things that are fun or important or difficult that you can't make movies about because they're boring yeah. to look at.
0: Oh, yeah. No question running cross-country is difficult. Yeah. I'm saying that coaching it compared to like Coaching football, uh, or yeah, like right, a sport right. That's like not a subset
1: of a sport, but an entire sport <laughs> is at least a little bit more complex. Oh yeah, that's yeah, at a least fact. a little bit, yeah. And if you disagree with us, Heath challenges you to a foot race. That's right, <laughs> Heath
0: and <Wright> challenges <laughs> so you. No, know, I run. challenge you
1: to a sport or
2: co- co- a coaching race. a real sport. Yeah, there you go. All
1: challenge right. you to ping pong.
2: So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So he goes to be the track coach and the only person there for track triads is Hannah the Klepto. <laughs> and,
1: yep. she, and he's like, you're the only one? And then she pulls her inhaler out and he's like, cool. So running, huh? With the asthma? You thought of running? And she says, yeah, but uh, otherwise the, the title
2: wouldn't make any sense at all. Really, if I didn't have the <laughs> asthma. It'll never factor into the story,
0: but like gives us a title. All right, you're gonna to need to sign this death waiver. That's not a fucking
1: call, <laughs> yeah. And then we, we get a quick scene back with the principal where he's like, Can we have one person on the team? And she's like, All lives, I mean, runners matter. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The principal's like, Come on, just
0: be the let her try out. And he's like, Uh, against me, yeah, I right. Understand. Right. What she person? fails the tryout. What? That's not a team, like. What I just chased around a girl with asthma in the woods all season? Do you hear do you hear it now? Do you see how that's a problem? They pulled the hunt from theaters. That's not it's just bad optics. It didn't even start yet. They pulled they pre-pulled it from theaters. So, Alright, so
2: after that very depressing moment where he realizes he's gonna have to coach just one asthmatic player, damn it. Uh, he heads home where his sons are Playing basketball to feign serving a function in this film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're good at it, though. They really no, are. No, yeah, they're playing correctly, yeah. <laughs> they're playing real basketball again. Yep. It's so impressive. <laughs> I, was, I was so confused by this movie.
1: And in case we haven't pointed it out, everyone in this movie is a Kendrick. The star is a Kendrick. The wife is a Kendrick. The sons are Kendrick. This is a Kendrick-centric film. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They got every Kendrick except Anna, which would have made the movie better and just put yeah. their entire stupid fucking family. And by in. the way, to be oh. super clear, she
2: has absolutely no relation to these people whatsoever.
0: That would be so amazing, though. She's tweeting about it right now, but she's not. <laughs> All weekend. Just so everybody knows, opening weekend of a Kendrick movie, not me, Not unrelated. me, unrelated. I, was I, did, in- I spit into a tube. I checked it. I made him do it. Zero percent. Yes, there Watch is a Hannah in
2: Kendrick in it, and they put the H really, really low, really small. <laughs> Like superscript kind of a thing. Yeah. So he comes home. he's, He's bitching to his wife about track and then he gets a visitor. Okay. I wasn't a big sports guy in high school, but this seems really fucking weird to me. It's one of his players, dads, who has decided to come by the coach's home and personally tell the coach that they're moving away rather than like just letting the school know and then. It filtering down as it normally would to his other teachers.
1: Oh, see, I loved, I wanted it to go even further, like a breakup scene. They're at a nice Italian restaurant. Oh, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm really glad because, I don't know, I felt like the energy's been weird between us lately. Oh my God, you took me somewhere public to break up with me, didn't you? Oh God. Oh God, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. They're going to make you pay for the bread.
0: I will get something to go, though. I will get
3: something
0: to go. <laughs> yeah. And but again, this is like this dad is telling coach like, hey, so um, me and also the entire apparently black community of our town got laid off from the mill. <laughs> the important takeaway is that my two amazing basketball playing sons are moving so they won't be on your team next year. <laughs> and the coach is, again, pissed like this is. Cor- that is a correct summation of what happened, according to the
1: coach. Yeah. yeah I, I lost my job and have to move my family, but there's bad news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basketball teams. I, I got to use a sophomore point
0: guard next year. What the fuck? <laughs> if they do reparations, they really need to compensate all the victims. Oh, That's I'm saying. It's, just, it's complicated. <laughs> I would count. That would count. All right.
2: So now we've got to track practice where he's going to teach her to run by saying all right run Tr- try to do it in less time than the winner did than the time
1: i named <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrarily. let's go for four <laughs> <laughs> just four
0: runs Un- units four runs got yeah, run. it run 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 nailed it yeah <laughs>
2: So, yeah, and, and I guess his, his dorky son, he's got two sons, right? The older son and the dorky son. Not, both of them will show up once in a while to go, I'm in the movie, and then they'll disappear halfway through. But the dorky son wants to run this three miles, too, so that I guess so that this movie can do the whole thing that Eli just did, where he's like, At track and field runners, we respect you and your sport, too, You know, so that they can have everybody else being like, wow, this is a very difficult physical activity that totally counts as a real sport. I'll tell you one thing
1: that's a real sport and I would never say it's not a real sport right now <laughs> and again just to hit home how silly this is the clinch stakes that are set up at the beginning of this scene that will play out in the rest of the film is 20 minutes yep. 20 minutes is the time yeah. she's trying to be here's the thing if you work hard and you push yourself to your limits you'll beat an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond come on honey you can do it <laughs>
0: Yeah. Right. The state champ ran 5K in under 20 minutes. That's the that's the stakes of the movie now. Yep.
1: Yep. And I want to say this right now. I believe that I could run 5K Not in even close. under
0: Not 20 minutes. I don't think minutes. you
1: could run. Well, I was going to say you didn't have to name running. a time. You didn't have yeah. to yeah. name a time to time be wrong. I
2: literally on that. don't think
0: you could keep running define, for 5K at any time. To find a technically count as running. <laughs>
1: I don't think I could either, to be clear, but I know that you couldn't either. Patreon.com forward slash godawful. I will run a 5K under 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> What's our goal? I'll, I'll I'll race you on a 5K Three and we can film the whole thing. Dollars. Billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Crazy billionaire money.
2: All right, yeah, but so she runs in uh 23 minutes and 15 seconds. That's that's her
0: time. We might die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's possible that both, both us of us could
1: die. Are dead and this is a solo show of Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the gamecast where I watch movies by myself cuz those <laughs> bastards wouldn't stop after they, they started to race.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so but but Hannah wraps up her run um in 23 minutes 15 seconds uh that's and we're gonna try to shave three minutes off of that between now and the end of the movie of course the coach guy uh, the alex kendrick ran along with her so that he can come huffing and puffing in several minutes later and he's not very good at running at all and it's humorous apparently like literally i wanted a haha icon on the screen when humor was supposed to be happening so i get why we were watching him be miserable
0: I had a live-action haha on the screen in the form of my entire stupid fucking Kentucky theater going nuts when this happened. They were just like, Dad's out of shape! He's an old man who's out of shape!
1: It would vomit!
0: Vomit's funny. But to
1: be fair, <laughs> he does get way too real here when he arrives because like, the whole thing is like, oh, he's too tuckered out to run, so he runs over and his wife's like, wow, it took you, and he's like, shut the fuck up! Oh my gosh, shut up! <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I'm going to (laughs) throw it. It's dry. It's just all dry. I need (laughs) you to pour Gatorade on me, and no matter how much (laughs) I vomit out, I want you to (laughs) just keep pouring. Don't Don't keep making that noise. (laughs) Give me
0: applesauce. If it was just 90 minutes, the rest of the movie, him dry
1: heaving from that 20-second shot of jogging. (laughs) Better than the rest of this movie, yes.
2: (laughs) Yep. All right, but now after practice, um, Coach and, and, and his wife offer... Can I ride home? But she's still brimming with unexplored backstory, so she'll walk. I guess.
1: <laughs> well, this is basically how the conversation goes. Hey, do you want to ride home? I mean, we can drive. I'm you an off. orphan. Yeah, exactly how that conversation goes. Thank you. What? I
0: said, do you want to ride? I said, I'm an orphan. <laughs> I said, I'm an orphan. <laughs> Obviously not. Okay.
1: So yes. And then no? mom turns to him and she's like. Her parents are dead. And he's like, yeah, no, I was here. That is she very clearly. (laughs) Yeah. Also, has anyone seen my watch? It's been (laughs) stolen. You see. And they both have that amazing Uh, right white, racist white person moment where they're like, hey, someone stole my watch. Who was the last? (gasps) You know what? I probably lost it. Yeah, you probably lost it. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely (laughs) lost it. it. I'm so so clumsy. Oh,
0: (laughs) Walks to the parking lot. It's just hubcaps. <laughs> okay.
1: Is my car in your mouth? <laughs> and Anna, Anna's walking away with a jack. Oh, she's got a, a little cross. She really means it. Look how much she loves Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk.
0: <laughs> she speeds away in Eleanor from God in 60 Seconds. <laughs>
2: And then we have to close the scene out with the wife going, oh, I totally forgot. I told the pastor you would do hospital visitations with him tonight. And coach goes, why? And she says, because we needed an excuse for you to be in a hospital in the next scene. And we're kind of phoning this one in. It's just no war room.
1: (laughs) You're doing your visitations at the hospital that you do. Yeah. Is, okay. this will not be the laziest way to introduce an idea or concept into the movie. Just be grateful you're not at hospital class. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> if God wants to kill people with cancer, I'm not going to interfere with that, though. I feel like that would be yeah. the wrong. Just go to the next scene. You're being a dick.
1: He's going to be mad at me. <laughs> All
2: right. So we go to the hospital and like he's told basically he's like, oh, the person you came to see is is their room is full. Go see the next sick guy down right? <laughs> we have this incredibly awkward and stilted <laughs> meeting between him and minority best friend character in
1: the hospital oh, now. Also, just want to throw this out there. The pastor is played by janitor Jesus from The Encounter and The Encounter 2 and Abby's Choice. So that was a nice little oh, callback right for people who've dedicated several hundred hours of their lives to Christianity. <laughs> <Wait, isn't laughs> The, the pastor, pastor. Yeah. Remember crying janitor guy who turns out to be Jesus in the encounter and yeah. the encounter Two, and in Abby's choice. Yep. That's this guy. Okay. That's the guy. Got it. Yeah. You're the ones Universe, who are supposed to get me it's all coming together. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so
0: he 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 stumbles into a room by accident and meets this guy, this blind man who he doesn't know. And the blind guy is just like,
1: hello, stranger. Visit me now. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He, I hate to correct you, but he says, "Hello, Thringer. Visit me now." <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted this guy to be Alex
0: Kendrick's character. to Be like, okay. I mean, uh, I get what. What religion are you?
1: I'm, here, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm visiting. Oh, you're Christian. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You. Well, in that case, I'm just you. doing cool. us. I, I don't mean that. I mean, they're Christians. Christian. I mean, us people. Christian. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you heard. I'm white. I want you to know you're blind. I want it to be super clear. I'm a white guy. He starts doing a black voice so he isn't mad at him. (laughs) Nah, man, can't visit you today, bruh. Oh, God. You're really blind, right?
0: I'm also the same race.
1: Throws a pen at his face. All right, just chicken, bruh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, some of us are high voiced and have a list. You shouldn't really just stereotype. As you can see, some of us have different tones of voices and. Doesn't matter. We can be different races, but yeah, the <laughs> Alex Kendrick, the coach, is just like, okay, I'll visit you now. Ah, uh, why are you dying? <laughs> yeah, that's. It. I don't know. First, what do I do?
1: His opening gambit. He's like, oh, please visit me. I'm all on my own, and he's like, cool. Yes. So. Your lost cause. Wow. Literally <laughs> anything else. <laughs> but luckily, he's totally into it. He's like, Yes, yeah, I'm going to die in the thicket now. Ready? Three, two, one. Just <laughs> yeah. kidding. Anyway. And
0: the says two acts remaining. That's weird. <laughs> and also, it
2: turns out he used to be a track champion. What are the odds, unless this is a
1: badly written film? Hoard it in. Well, we will get to how badly written and coincidental yeah, right, this film right, is.
2: Exactly. He's not just a former trap champion.
1: He's... <laughs> he's we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm very knowledgeable about the plot of your life. In many ways, I will tell
0: you one of them right now. I'm saving some also. And
1: I just want to point out this weird moment at the end of this scene. He's like, okay. The pastor comes in. And he's like, hey, we got to go visit the important guy. And he's like, all right, I got to go. And the blind guy, he goes, "Oh, please visit me again. I'm super lonely." And he's like, "Yep, nice to meet you. Bye." Well, n- well, <laughs> he says, "I'll be praying for you." Right? Oh,
2: yeah. And and of course, the guy's like, "Yeah," and, and yet I will still die from my diabetes in Act Three. Great, great job with the praying, man. That's gonna
1: <laughs> really help. I need you to really put in a hundred percent.
0: I also love the one question that Coach. Ask the guy at this point because he finds out he's like oh you were third in the state at cross country you are knowledgeable about the plot of my life so question I'm coaching cross country um how do you train for the end of the race and the guy's like by running uh, run, you you run. Run the run same as all the parts of the race yep. it's it's all the thing. running just the practice. Run. just run yep.
1: just gonna run
2: alright so now we have another swing in and a miss at humor with the uh the drama
1: class scene okay this is so important to me. <laughs> Spiritually, physically, emotionally. Here's what you, the podcast listener, need to know. The Kendrick brothers wrote a monologue for Hannah to do about how saved they are. They couldn't fit it into their stupid fucking movie. So they were like, "Uh, maybe she says it in school in her monologue class. Monologue class? Yep, monologue so said, class. AP, AP monologue? So this movie will now establish that he has been roped in to be a judge for monologue class.
2: And let's start this off by pointing out that the drama teacher that, that, that ropes him into this might as well show up with a dick in his mouth in this movie, a, right? Just a boa humor. <laughs>
3: huh?
2: Oh, you get it? Because I'm coded gay. Well, and, and oh. that's what I love. You, you can really learn a lot about a person from their nightmares, right? Because that's how it's <laughs> like, oh, poor coach. He's got to do gay drama shit.
0: It's just every gay stereotype of like, of all four gay people they could think yep. of yep. on this entire writing team. He's, he's like every character from the birdcage. <laughs> put,
1: put it in there. All right, brother. I wrote our gay scene and I got all the will and the grace in there. So we should be all covered. I didn't watch any. <laughs> the show cause I got the tummy tickles again, but
2: <laughs> but all right, so let's point out uh, the sort of like the meta problem with this fucking movie because what's going to happen now is that Alex Kendrick in this film. Is gonna sit in judgment of someone else's acting, <laughs> right? Like that—that that had like how could he not know? Because, like, because honestly, like it, all these kids trying to give their bad acting monologues are just the same as how he's delivering all his lines.
1: Yeah, and what's amazing is that obviously was the first three takes, and Alex Kendrick was like, "You guys are all doing too good." So the, <laughs> yeah. so the version of bad acting they came up with is just like. Totally deadpan or trapped inside a giant balloon. None of it is bad acting. It's just (laughs) crazy because they can't. They're like, well, that's what we do. That's right. The professionals they hired were like, yep, that's what you do. And there was a 45 minute pause on set. And then finally Kendrick coughed and was like, just say it in a low voice. And it was like, okay, I'll say it in a low voice. (laughs) To be or not to be, that is the question. Yeah, that's bad. I wanted so bad for one of these kids to do Did you fuck my wife from Raging Bull
0: (laughs) I heard things I heard things I heard things I heard things (laughs) Oh and then we learned too That uh,
2: the coach is getting a 10% Pay cut Boy everything's just going wrong for him
1: And again, the movie runs away from that sentence at top speed. I'm getting a 10% pay cut. Well, I feel like a teacher's union. That's not a tackle. Shut up. Shut up. up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The schools are outsourcing teachers to China. Apparently, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we get the most perfunctory spouse
2: fight in the history of goddamn film. Here's how I've summarized it in my notes. Are you Mopey? Who you call it? Mopey. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm done. Me too. <laughs>
0: he's it's the best. It just starts out and this part felt it just rang very true to me. He just goes dad goes outside. Alex Kendrick, he's kind of mopey, he's angry and just starts angrily moving bricks in the backyard. <laughs> And I've seen that <laughs> many times.
2: You've you don't approach that. You don't approach
0: that. You let all the bricks get moved several times back and forth across the yard. It doesn't matter. You just let that <laughs> eater out on its own. But Mom's like, "Where are you going to put those, honey? What do in a different pile?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm not gay. Hey, I'm nothing." Right. I did not find the drama teacher attractive in a confusing Boy. way. You did.
1: And and again, mom is very sure this is her Oscar clip, right? Like they sat down and she was like, you know, in those movies, Meryl always, there's always that scene where she cries and talks at the same time. And he was like, yep, crying and talking at the same time. You want me to write something? She's like, no, I'm going to vamp. Great. You just go ahead and vamp. (laughs) Holy
2: shit. And look, this is, there is a one scene. Okay. So they have this fight, right? They, they yell at each other. Mom goes in the, the younger son sees her crying and then she comes back out, and they have a long, weepy apology. One scene later, and
0: this is resolved now. Yep. Yeah, he's just like, "Mom, are you crying? Do you do you have cancer or something?" She's <laughs> like, no, it's, it's high school sports <laughs> issues. He's, he's like, sport thing.
1: "Oh, good." And he puts away his copy of the God Delusion. Sorry, I just thought you had cancer. I didn't want to turn atheist. <laughs> what
2: amazed me so much about this goddamn. Fight, though, is that, like, I, I I was spent the whole thing reflecting on how uninvested... Like, if you had put two randomly moving triangles on the screen, I would be more emotionally invested <laughs> in them than I was in these two fucking characters and their bullshit, I couldn't care if I tried travails. <laughs> and then, of course, we have to see the sun seeing them make up so that... <laughs> You know, we don't have to feel like he's going to turn into an atheist later, I guess. I
1: just wrote in my notes, hey, you want to see Dad cry? Sure. <laughs> that's exactly how what that plays I, out. What am I watching for?
0: <laughs> just the crying?
1: Or? Just watch for the crying.
0: Just let him get it out.
1: Let okay, him get well, it out.
0: He's, he's piling the bricks onto there, himself
1: now. That's, there you go. Look how close great. she is.
0: guys <laughs> making an igloo on yourselves? of bricks. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right,
2: and then we cut to Hannah's first race, and we have a an establishing shot that contains multiple team prayers, guys. Christian movie, Christian movie. Don't worry, we're getting there.
1: <laughs> oh, we're getting there
2: all
0: the way. Just them being like, "Look at this prayer we're doing. That should totally be legal in public schools and private schools all the time for kids to pray." It is. It is. Kids are allowed to pray yep. everywhere. <laughs> yep. You're allowed to do just like, "Dear Lord, I don't care what my Jew teacher says." <laughs> My gay, atheist, fucking teacher, Hussein Obama, grant me the strength to be a Christian (laughs) in South Georgia. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. This is is all shot in South
2: Georgia, by the way. Yeah, well, not all all that South. Not a South is my ass, but uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: it was. And what's amazing is they very clearly were doing like a runner's warming up montage, but like, it's not that many calf exercises so like they get about two shots in before there's just a kid in the background like punching another kid who's doing jumping jacks in the chest like yep getting ready for the old race are you doing the ymca they're doing the ymca okay we're out of warm-ups just getting my chest bruised up for the big race coach what
0: me too and i'm getting my knuckles bruised up we're just doubling up perfect all right and rotate all right, and then there's
2: the gun, and the least interesting sport to look at is underway.
1: All right, <laughs> Heath? Heath, I need you to be with me on this. You absolutely take a shortcut during this, right? Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> I've never been on the cross-country team,
0: but I've been forced to run by sports coaches many times and gym teachers, and 1,000%, I disappeared into the forest like a forest nymph deer <laughs> and found my way back to the starting line very quickly, yeah. <laughs>
1: You ran a 5K in three minutes. Yep, three minutes. <laughs> <Seriously>? yep.
0: <laughs> I am deceptively fast for the size of my love handles, Coach. Most people are confused by that. It's unrelated. Well, well, let me tell you.
2: But Hannah doesn't run very good. She comes in 34th <laughs> in her big race.
1: Again, yeah. The stakes of this movie is better than 34th. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we do get the, uh, the announcer guy for a second here, which was... Possibly my favorite part of the movie, where they start running, and the announcer guy's like, there they go, running. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Oh, look. (laughs) There's somebody at the front. She's, that's, I believe she's the state champ from last year. She's fast. is the only thing I could say to describe the best athlete in the state. End of commentary. The ones behind her are Slower, god, oh, pretty oh. fast though. You know, running and <laughs> you know velocity. <laughs> End of commentary. Let's again. go to a commercial. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> all right. So, but yeah, but coach is super disappointed. She finished way in the back. Uh, so he goes back to Thomas in the hospital to learn more about track because he doesn't know about the Googles.
0: <laughs> How do you practice the middle running? And he's like, "Dude, what did we say? It's just." Come on. No, but he actually has an answer here, which I think this part is somewhat real. Like, this is part of the training of, you know, I'm exaggerating. The coaches do something here. They, they explain interval training here, but not very well. No. Because John, the blind guy, is just like, let me explain intervals of numbers. Um, so, one, <laughs> then two, <laughs> three could be your next interval of minutes or runs. Whatever unit. And then, you know, it's not
1: interval training at a certain point. If it's like 24-1, that's just running for 24 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) And then cooling down, I suppose. Please don't stop visiting.
2: (laughs) But they talk about that for like one and a half seconds, and then they move on to talking about how Christian he isn't, how Christian coach isn't.
1: And this is a weird way to get into how Christian are you. Which is the, uh, who are you? Okay, but who are you if your family died? <laughs> I'm a white American male. Whoa!
3: Why
1: did
3: you go I, to race so quick?
2: That's, okay, so that's literally how this the scene plays out. He goes, uh, Thomas says to the coach, he's like, who are you? He says, I'm a basketball coach. He goes, no, who are you? He says, I'm a f- father and a, and, and a husband. He's like, yeah, but if your kids and, and shit died, who are you? He goes, I'm a white guy.
1: (laughs) Top of the pyramid DNA, American man. Y chromosome. What? Feel that (laughs) skull shape, motherfucker. What am I supposed to be doing? I wrote this and I confused myself.
0: (laughs) And then he finally, like John, the uh, the blind guy, finally gets him to get to the point, which was like, oh, I'm also a Christian, the coach says. And he's like, there it is. Yeah, I was trying to get you to there. But the way he says it, he goes, I'm also a Christian. Um sorry, you're uh, you probably believe in like Chakra Kiki, the, the culture. <laughs> yeah, of I don't want to sue. Uh, let me explain. Christianity means follower of Christ. And John's like, Yeah, thanks, got it. T- Thomas. Thomas. I Christ. I was prompting you, obviously.
2: <laughs> sorry, T- Thomas is the character's name. I don't wanna I don't want to confuse people too much. I'm gonna call him John. Okay. No, John, John is the coach's name, but
0: yeah, I'm gonna call him Coach Alex Kendra. Yeah, that's what I've been calling him. Yeah, he's on name strike for this movie. I get it. <laughs> I'm gonna call him both Steve, just to be confusing. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Two hundred nine episodes in, and he's... you know what? Everybody's fucking Steve today. <laughs> uh, okay, we did it. We found his breaking point. It's <laughs> names.
2: <laughs> All right, but, but but the point here though is that he eventually gets around to saying he was a Christian but he didn't say it first so he's not a very good christian at all
1: also <laughs> right he didn't exactly. he's asked him to pray for him no as you pointed out and he didn't and i wanted him so badly to be like though so, you didn't pray for me and look at me still blind <laughs> <laughs> and diabetic
0: you obviously were lying about the homework <laughs> i thought you would so. pray and and the coach is just like no yeah okay i didn't pray we just say that to fill awkward space yeah, at the end of conversations right. with strangers who are like, better. visit
1: me now in the hospital, and <laughs> no, then we have so, to leave. So, I'm not so we say, do I'll to for Although, you. Although, I want to point out, Thomas has a point, because Christianity never goes out of business. <laughs> no. Doesn't matter how <laughs> many plants they shut down, Christianity's always going strong. Isn't it? All right, so now replete with
2: african-american blind guy wisdom coach goes to see his son on the basketball court
1: so yeah him and his son are talking and again the stakes of this movie now are well son it looks like you'll have to take out college loans instead of getting a scholarship is that i yeah right
0: (laughs) the the kid's like yeah i'm never gonna get a basketball scholarship now and dad's like i don't know uh earn your way into college yep. <laughs> no just kidding you're done pay for it yeah. like
2: almost everyone yeah yeah right right yeah. again yeah exactly they, they they this movie can't like the, the the kendricks are on such a mountain of goddamn privilege that this is what they imagine are the poor people's stakes right
1: Oh, those hard living Americans having to get by on nothing but their basketball scholarships and their <laughs> six bedroom homes in the yeah. middle of Southern Georgia, <laughs>
2: right? But and then we have a, we 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 have uh, him having a heart to heart with his his older son, and then he he's dadding with his his younger son. The point though is that once Thomas kicked him right in the Jesus, he he got to dadding much better, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the uh, the moment with the younger son because the younger son's like, all right, dad, so here's my plan to fix this stupid fucking sportlet that you're coaching <laughs> right now called cross-country. This would also fix your your movie, actually. <laughs> Sorry, meta. Um, it's like cross-country plus tackle football. It'll be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I like it. Hunting humans in the woods. <laughs> I was in. I was hoping the movie was going to take a turn here. Yeah. We're going to end up with murder <laughs> ball by the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hannah wielding a bloody spear with kids head on (laughs) it.
2: But the dadding shots close with him back at the hospital with Thomas going like, boy, that last scene with my younger son sure was humorous, huh? With the tackling.
1: Huh? Right. So what's, uh, what's your path to Jesus?
2: Earbuds will be integral to the third act. (laughs) Sorry, what?
1: Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot what? the earbuds in search of them. Because that's literally what happens. He's like, what's your, but they want to put earbuds into the ears of the runners. This will matter. Are you just, are you
0: foreshadowing our real lives? Yeah. What's happening? It feels like that's what you're just doing. Just
1: standing there with a cardboard cut out of an earbud in the sun. All right, I get it. That's not, <laughs> that's not what foreshadowing is, but I. It's, it's but yeah, Thomas has his, this is where Thomas reveals his come to Jesus story. And it's basically, uh, I was a runner. I had a job which led to drugs and women.
2: Never get a which job, led, kids.
1: <laughs> which led to meth. Then the woman I love died and I abandoned my child. But it's okay now because I apologized inside my head.
0: Yep. I'm guessing my child steals things. I'm just yeah, all, all it, top it, of my head. Oh god,
1: it's so funny. I might
0: fit into this plot better than you. Think. Yeah. Who would have guessed that all realize. the
2: African American characters would wind up being related at the end? Literally <laughs>
1: every god single African American.
2: There's the, the principal is lifelong friends with with all of the other African American. No joke. Characters. The Kendrick
1: brothers wrote a movie where all of the black characters know each know other. Know each other. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now uh, John lays the news on his wife. Tells him, you know, hey, I'm pretty sure that uh, that this guy, that this whole movie actually is about this guy being Hannah's dad.
0: <laughs> I, wa- I wanted this guy to meet Hannah and for her to be like, nope, nope, it's not me. No, it's not her. It's different oh, girl. Yeah, You're right. Me. Not related. Oh, crazy. We, we there's a <laughs> there's a blind guy with cancer upstairs. So. Probably him, it's not me.
2: <laughs> uh, and then we have that we have that uh, fucking pointless, useless scene of Hannah like passing out while she's running, asthmatically. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like the only purpose this served was that Alex Kendrick wanted a, a scene where his character rushes heroically onto the screen.
1: Yeah, and one <laughs> wasn't going to do it because there will be another one. He was like, you know, there should be probably be like two or three scenes <laughs> where I rush heroically.
0: this <laughs> would be like. A montage from Rocky and Rocky's just like using an inhaler for four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: And then we get the scene where uh coach tells the principal about blind, dying, diabetes dad.
1: And the principal is like, okay, how do I put this? Yes. This is technically illegal, but you know what? <laughs> do it anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So they're having this conversation about whether or not they should. So Hannah's grandmother has told her that her dad is dead because he's a deadbeat that got her mom addicted to drugs and and ran off and and grandma just thought that would be easier on the daughter. So now they're going to have a conversation about whether or not to respect grandma's wishes or to tell Hannah to go behind grandma's back and tell Hannah about her dad.
1: And, I mean, to be fair to Coach's character here, he's had all of three conversations with this guy. So he knows the whole story. It's well, not and like and, he's walking and in And almost
2: with, four with his daughter. So, yeah, he knows both <laughs> ends of it.
1: Yes. He really knows yeah. what's best for these black people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the principal is 100% behind this, too. Yeah. she's yep. like, as principal of this school, in my legal authority to... Engineer family conflicts. Yeah, I mean, go, yeah, go, probably, probably go around the grandma. It's fine. What
2: well, you, but they don't, they don't come to a conclusion here. What they decide is that really they should probably ask a magical ghost what to do. So they all ask a magic ghost what to do. Right. Yeah. And it turns out to be the thing that they wanted to do anyway. It's weird That's how that crazy. happens.
1: Yeah. It's weird. And then we get some hands and knees praying here, by the way, for my best worst. Yeah. Yep. A lot of all fours praying.
2: Yeah. So, okay. so then coach goes back to the hospital to break the news about Hannah to Thomas. And he brought along his wife.
0: In case he chickened out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why he brought his wife. (laughs) So also make fun of the blind guy here.
1: He again, this is a very, very strange choice. He like they walk in. He's like, oh, hello. Nice to see you. Have you seen any good movies lately? Write a, <laughs> a see All right, I'm done. Go ahead. Hi, nice to meet you. Hello,
0: John. You can't see. Sorry. What? <laughs> uh, led with, we have eyes. Sorry. Nope. Uh do you, do you want to eat some sugar cubes? Punch each other in the feet? Oh, it's diabetes. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that would be bad for diabetes. You don't want to punch people in the feet. Anyway, we know
2: your daughter. Well, I also love how quick, like, so many movies do this. So many hack writers do this. They immediately have the handicapped character making fun of, like, making self deprecating jokes about their handicap, which seems okay because it's the handicapped character. But then you have to re- remember that they were written by a sighted writer and then delivered by a sighted actor.
1: So yeah. they're just making fun of blind people, is all. Puts, puts a weird twist yeah. on it. <laughs>
0: Also, he forgot to be blind, the actor it's here, several he's times he's ogling the wife yeah. a bunch. Yeah, several times it's throughout. Upsetting and stupid. And
2: he's by far the best actor in the movie.
1: Accidentally gives her a high five. I mean, oops, did I hit?
2: Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, he, so they break the news, and he goes like, wait, my daughter is your runner? That's like some... Half-assed movie plot where they weren't really trying. Alex Kendrick's like, okay, all right, all right. No, it's it's. I just- wanted
1: to be so. I wanted to be like, wow, that is so, so lazy. Just so lazy. <laughs> like you, you stumbled into my room and sees your only runner. Like you just why not why didn't she stumble into my room and then fall out my window into your arms where you have a crucifix and it burns itself into her skull. I and mean, then couldn't this be there's gotta be a lazier way this could be written physically in the universe. But I can't think of it.
0: <laughs> this is just like Academy Award winner crash. Yeah. Very much just like that, but with jogging and <laughs> jogging crash.
1: Right, but, they, but basically he wants to meet his daughter and they're all going to talk to a ghost about it again yeah. on their hands and knees. They're all going to talk to a ghost about it.
0: Yeah,
2: so then we cut to race practice and and this time, darn it, older son shows up to race practice to race with him because otherwise neither of the sons would play any role in the last two-thirds of this movie at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> shows up, hey, I bet I can out. Run you till I'm an over five. All right. I've said my lines. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say or do anything specific to me again in the rest of the movie. Nope.
2: Well, they, they you know, they wrap that scene up with him also not being a very good runner because of humor and funniness. My theater went nuts yeah. once again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we're at another race, but Hannah still isn't running very good. This time she finished 11th.
0: And the gun at the beginning is supposed to be exciting. Like that's, that's like the, honestly, that is the most exciting thing in in this moment. And they all just start jogging that's it. And, And then we get the passing thing where like, I mean, you, you, you run past people. That's like the biggest moment in a race, I would imagine. And that's like. The pinnacle of the action of this sports sequence, but it's so like weirdly passive aggressive. I would imagine, anyway, if I was in that situation, you're just like slowly kind of running right next to somebody, <laughs> but silently, and you're passing them. I feel like there's a lot like there'd be a lot of
1: weird rage
0: there. I would be angry.
1: <laughs> you just want to start gently farting next to the person. <laughs> Come on, don't make <laughs> what? No, go ahead, pass me. <laughs> Trying to beat that sweet sweet twenty minute time limit that the stakes of this movie depend on,
2: right? But yeah, so but she finishes eleventh; it's her best finish yet. Uh, and and the older son has brought several friends to to cheer for her. And I I only bring it up because there's this amazing unacknowledged high five attempt in this scene when they all run over to congratulate her on her best race. There's one girl just holds her hand out for a very long time and then sets it back down, like s- slowly kind of sneaks so, it back in.
1: So goddamn slow. This girl's performance is the best in the movie. She's like, yeah. It's a- oh, you high five me on the last take. I guess we're not doing so, okay. that. That's
2: the shot they kept, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which means that she sat there on Friday or Thursday whenever this movie premiered, and was like, this is my scene. This is where I get a... Ho- oh, they kept the take where she didn't hit it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want my pizza back. <laughs> <laughs> From my dad.
2: <laughs> All right, so now it's time for a pep talk about Jesus.
1: Yeah, in case you were worried that this movie wasn't going to get poisonous, this is where the coach sits her down and is like, hey, um... This black guy did this thing to me the other day that was super cool. Who are you? Yeah, (laughs) right, right. So, yeah, and
2: and basically Hannah gives him the, like, hey, why would God kill my parents thing? To which he says, because otherwise your character would have no depth at all. You'd just be a thief. Really, that'd just be
1: racist. By the way, quality moment in my theater. My uh, soon-to-be father-in-law, mom's fiance, sat next to me in stony silence throughout the film. But when she said he killed my parents, he goes, yikes (laughs) (laughs) that was his contribution
2: but yeah but he tells her about her dad and that her dad is still alive even though her grandma said he he wasn't
1: and man can Hannah not do surprise she's like a post Botox 45 year old woman she's like what let me try that again (laughs) what you're coming out more haunted ghosts than surprised (laughs) it was very strange what?
0: No, it's not a question. <laughs> there you go. It's question. It's better. So, okay. Well
2: So then we get Hannah going home to dig that one picture of her dad that she keeps squirreled away for b- big reveals, I guess. For drama.
0: Yeah, obviously. Why would she have it hidden? Why wouldn't it just be out? <laughs> and she's getting like dressed for this moment mm-hmm. where she's going to meet the dad. She's like Googling, like, what do you wear to meet estranged meth dad? <laughs> Click.
1: Uh, anything the fuck you want. It says anything the, the fuck you want. Price. Cool. Good this is know. where grandma comes home and she's trying to be cool. And she's like, hey, how was running practice? She was like, yep, good running, you know, straight up and down. Move the legs. Uh, don't walk on your hands. So my dad's <laughs> dead, huh?
2: All the way dead, right? Not just mostly <laughs> dead. You not, saw not just his body. dead to you. Just...
1: You didn't mean it in a metaphorical <laughs> sense.
0: No.
2: When he became Darth Vader, the, the 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 son that you knew as Anakin
0: died, kind of a thing. No, okay. Are you lying about that? <laughs> Are you lying? <laughs> okay, that's now. I'm pretty sure you're lying.
1: Everyone's lying. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, but they but ultimately she decides she does want to go meet her, her dad, so she goes to the hospital to meet with Thomas. We open on a few more blind jokes. Yep, and basically Hannah's like, "Hi, I'd like to I'd like to leave."
1: Small talk, nervous small talk with this Hannah.
0: Awkward. <laughs> Did you Google what to say at an estranged meth parent I meeting? Estranged <laughs> meth parent meeting. Yes, it's yes, crazy. Cool. cool, cool. So, uh, I guess you should be ready for this. Fuck your face. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: No, she hurries out totally. there like it just occurred to her how easy it would be to just pinch one of them tubes going into <laughs> him. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, I was kind of hoping you'd be different. All right, I should go. <laughs>
0: I wanted her to take out some meth and just be like, mmm, this is some good-ass meth right here. Mm." (laughs) Have you tried this meth-flavored
1: ice cream they have?
0: Meth is, I feel so good on my asthmatic lungs and in my sinuses and and my veins. I'm doing all three ways.
1: (laughs) Tastes almost as good as it looks, let me tell you, Dad, right now. (laughs) Do you want some? It's right here. Can you see it? Oh, you're blind. Fuck your face. But no, she just runs out of the room.
2: Yeah, she she runs out of the room and then goes home and sadly rips up her if I
1: had a dad poster. I wanted her to turn and there's like a dozen other ads with black dads with kids. God, there's so much tearing to do. <laughs> she was hoping. And again, by the way, this ad is like a dad giving his young, 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 like four or five year old daughter like a ride on his shoulders. And I was like, was she hoping for like a piggyback ride? (laughs) What disappointed her about that 11 second interaction? He didn't me at all.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, since this movie deprived us of the scene where they all quietly leave and Thomas has a daddy daughter heart to heart with an empty room, we're going to pause for a quick break and imagine what that would be like. But first let me give act three, the hard sell. will Hannah's left leg move in front of her right leg fast enough. Will Hannah's right leg move in front of her left leg fast enough? Are there any other questions one could possibly ask about this boring sport? Find out the answers to those questions, and that's it when we return for the ambulatory conclusion of Overcomer.
0: Who who's there? Hey.
2: So, I thought someday we'd meet again.
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry, I haven't really had the chance to be in touch since you killed my daughter, so... Cynthia... The, no, not my name. you not my you name. need to see that I've I've changed. Uh, oh, you you've changed. Great, awesome. So um you got a new job now? Um you work with underprivileged teens, you ready to step up and help me with the financial burden of raising a teenage child Okay, that oh, was well, yours? No slow down. Uh, P- oh, flow oh no no, you mean you changed like on the inside, probably. Yes,
2: right? yes, exactly.
0: I've changed so, on the in the in, in the way that's completely right. free and doesn't matter and literally can't help anyone it, um in internal well fake so in fact it looks like what you're doing now is racking up a super expensive medical bill that you can't pay are are you paying that or what's the situation with that
2: okay okay so about those bills um right
0: this- right no, no 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 whatever great so um, super glad you're in my granddaughter's life now crushing it great uh last thing and uh, then i gotta you know skedaddle to my second job to pay for all these things I'm describing to you right now. You're the father. Um, just name any one real thing you're doing for your daughter right now. Just one real actual thing.
2: Oh, um, I, I, was, I was thinking about making her like
0: a short audiobook to listen to while she runs. Cool. Cool. While she runs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you destroyed the trust between my granddaughter and I. You turned her world upside down. You have no money or sport to give. So um you're going to offer her a motivational podcast? I'm sorry, with a podcast. It's it's like the radio. It, fuck your face. Okay. Fuck your face. You understand what I mean when I say that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're back when we last left off. Hannah was being sad at home. We're going to pick the action back up with her being sad at track practice. <laughs>
1: He's, he's like, hey, you ready to do some running? And she's like, eh, not really. And he's like, well, that's that's track. So if you're that's not the, down for running, we are.
2: <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna? that's the whole
0: sport.
1: Play Talk some, about Jesus some more. You want to
2: analyze
0: film on my old timey <laughs> film projector? The person who ran the fastest, they win every time in the films. I can tell you. Yeah, hey, we could watch that. Run, run faster
2: helps. So yeah, and then the the basically the fucking movie takes a mulligan, right? Like, they get to this next scene, they're like, you know, when she met her dad, we didn't really move the plot forward at all. You want to just, do you think they'll notice if we do the exact same scene again?
1: No, no, it's good. We'll just (laughs) do it again. Yeah, I I literally wrote in my notes, can we go back? I'd like a second take.
2: Yeah, that's basically what it is. She's like, hey, I, I, I thought about it and I thought, you know, it would probably be way less awkward when I first meet my father that abandoned me 15 years ago if there weren't a a white couple that I barely know hovering over us. So what if maybe just I go and talk to him?
1: I've been thinking about it and I feel like, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way. My track coach doesn't belong at my reunion with my (laughs) father.
2: So, so she goes back to talk to him and Thomas gives his little monologue. He goes like, you know, he gives this whole, like, I thought I was a good person, but it turns out I wasn't a Christian the speech there. And I'm just like, but given what we know of you as a character, why the fuck did you think you were a good person, man? Like, yeah, what What th-
1: gave you that impression? Really? Right. Your, your girlfriend OD'd on meth that you got her hooked on and you were like, oh, I feel like I'm still probably a pretty good guy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, because Hannah, that's what she asks. She's
1: like, so the...
0: Weird people that engineered this illegally left. That's good, I guess. Um, what happened? And he's like, oh, this is an easy one. A uh,
1: It's really, have you done meth? Because it's the best.
0: It's really, really good. It's
1: really phenomenal. Like, imagine if your nose could come into the back of your skull. That's what it feels like. Anytime you want it. You don't have to wait or do anything. It's like $6 and then you have it. Hi, I'm Eli Bosnick from God Awful Movies. Methamphetamines are great. Please don't do them.
2: But, okay, but here's here's my favorite aspect of this whole fucking movie, right? He gives her this little speech about how God took away his sight, and it was only then that he could see how he had mistreated people, etc. And I thought to myself in the moment, I'm like, imagine that that was any other character in any movie ever, and somebody was like, well, you know, my teacher slash father slash this other character— gouged out my eyes to teach me a lesson i sure am fortunate to have been taught that lesson dave needed to break me to keep
1: me humble okay
0: yes yes jocasta learned the lesson (laughs) all worked What? oh i wanted her to just be like oh you're into christianity that's that's what happened in your life you had a christian thing happen cool um i was actually reading the bible um just uh, going to spit in your eyes for a second. <laughs> Can you see now? Makes a little Can mud in there. A little mud and spit. Is that working? Huh? Let me just grind it in. Maybe I didn't grind it in enough. <laughs> Let me get some, some gravel in there, too. Great. Uh, oh, I'll come back tomorrow and try some more. I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> see if you're blind. Fuck your face.
2: And and then we we head back. She, she promises to think about considering forgiving him. Uh, and that scene <laughs> wraps.
1: And then she's exiting. The coach is like, "Huh? How is that you? You feel like running now? No, you did. Okay, that was a serious moment. Yeah, no, no, we don't. Okay, all right, we
3: don't. (laughs)
2: Stupid. (laughs) Oh, then we head back to the school. We have a a quick like, oh, that drama teacher, he's so homosexual. Moment. Yep. And then the (sighs) principal is gonna talk to Hannah about giving her life over to Christ.
1: Oh, this movie. (laughs) Again, you could be confused into this just being a bad sportsing movie if it weren't for scenes like this. Oh, well, from
2: here on out, right? Like this entire the rest of this movie is a fucking sermon. Right. And and look, I know that this is a Christian school they're going to. So this is like kind of like, you know, it's not illegal or whatever. It's a private school. But we've established before that the principal is the one paying for her to go to this school. So I feel like at the very least, it's it's unethical, right? Like, yeah, no, I'll pay for you to go to a better school, but maybe you want to give over your
0: everlasting soul to my savior huh? while, you're, while you're here? That's a pretty good deal. You're, you're conning the principal at that point, <laughs> to be
1: fair. And again, it's unethical just based on the fact that this principal cares about a young girl meeting her father for the first time and her doubts and fears and her immediate response is, you know who's always loved you? God <laughs> Yeah. Well and then also there's yeah. they heap the guilt on like they always
2: do. She says, Well, if you think about the whole Jesus thing, he died because of your sins, so if you think about it, you basically killed him by stealing an iPod. <laughs>
0: yeah. God's a great dad. Um he even got his kid
1: crucified.
0: <clears throat> I didn't think this through
1: And again, this this sermon is she says he doesn't force it on you. And I was like, Yeah, he doesn't force it on you. He just burns you in fire forever. Right. Yeah, if you, right. Don't, take if you it. don't take
2: it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, but Hannah admits
2: that she wants, a, wants to be a Christian, but she just doesn't know how to pray. So <laughs> the principal gives her like a, you know, repeat after me Jesus, I'm shit, but I'd like to not be shit by becoming a Christian. Please let me love you and not be shit anymore. Right.
1: And oh. and then she looks at the girl and goes, "That was beautiful. What I just said, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> the, the words I prompted you with <laughs> were beautiful. Go me, man. You want to read one of my poems? <laughs> I <laughs> and,
0: love that so much. And this means that the movie thinks praying and running really need a coach. And this is like the saddest <laughs> accidental parallel." <laughs> The the, the, like pastors are like cross country coaches, but for invisible courses that don't exist (laughs) where everyone loses. Yeah, we are all important.
2: Yep. (laughs) Well, and then so now that Hannah's Christian, uh, uh, the principal gives her an assignment. She says, hey, I would like you to read a very small selection of one book in the last quarter of the word of God. And Hannah's like, any more of that? She's like, nope, no, no. Just, just stick to first to the first signed reading paragraphs. Yeah. Of Ephesians. But they don't even
0: select it well because they. she tells her to read Ephesians. Right. Like we're both African-American women. Uh, you should read Ephesians. It's got great stuff about <laughs> the master slave relationship that's important to all of us. Which is a lot like the husband-wife relationship. You'll need to learn that. I'm in charge of a school. I'm an educator. <laughs> Don't go
2: beyond
1: paragraph two. <laughs> really? For sake. Literally, we're going to have a montage in the next scene where we accidentally show past paragraph two, and the words <laughs> we will show you on screen are "end all slave shell." Yep. <laughs> because yes. we can't crop a film thing tight enough. <laughs> to Not keep to keep the evil the word out of the fucking Bible. Yes. In our fucking
0: movie. <laughs> Running her finger over the word Ephesians, zoomed in on the entire screen size.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah. And so, yes, we literally get a goddamn Ephesians reading montage. So, the assignment was to read the first two paragraphs of Ephesians and write down all the things that it says she is now that she's a Christian. So, she's writing, like, I am forgiven, I am sealed, I am loved, et cetera. And sorry, don't want to be serious here, but this breaks my fucking heart because they do this shit all the time. Yes, you can very easily trick a child into thinking you've solved all of their problems in life, right, by lying to them and letting them figure out the hard way later that you haven't. And that's what we're
0: watching. Yep. Yep. Set to the song called. It's really hard to write a positive song about Ephesians. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she keeps writing after the thing she wrote, it's going to say, wives, be
1: subject to your husband. <laughs> no. And my ladies in front of me were going so hard. They were they were screaming and pointing. at this They were very much fans. But I just... The really African-American point. women? Yeah, in, in, in front of me. W- they were excited for this scene.
0: Hey, next line. Literally, slaves obey your earthly master <laughs> with fear and trembling. Yep. That's what it says. Yep. They show it on screen. Yes,
1: they did. But here's the dumb thing, right? We've heard about people do this Ephesians exercise all the time. And sometimes people email Noah and ask him to do this Ephesians exercise. And the best part about this Ephesians exercise is that this is an angry letter from a guy who's like, you ungrateful motherfuckers yep. need to learn a thing or like, yeah. Ephesians, I shouldn't have to work when I come to your house. <laughs> It's, it is the passive-aggressive email of the Bible, it is. and the Christians have turned it into, like, a fucking self-motivation exercise. <laughs> I am loved. I love you, but motherfucker, you hear me right now. <laughs> to whom it may concern. But I
0: will be loved. I fucking will be. Yeah. Yep. Not I am. Yeah, Right.
2: And then this movie gets shockingly unaware again, and we make fun of how awful it is to have to
0: watch bad acting some more. Yep. Oh, this is uh, slam poetry class.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The bad monologuing class. And again, because they can't just do bad acting because it would be indistinguishable from the other acting. The way that they present this kid as, as having a bad monologue is that he makes everything rhyme
0: poorly. Also, his name is Truxton. I just want to throw that in there. Is it really? Yep. There's a character in this movie called Truxton. <laughs>
1: just just like Cher, you know, Truxton. Yep. Super duper names. Truxton. Truxton. Hey, Truxton, it's your turn. Sorry. Okay. So Sorry, we already did
2: guess. Hannah and John and Thomas. Those are the only ones we know. Name
0: one more name. Truxton. Truxton. <laughs> Let me
1: finish. <laughs> Stin. <laughs> Chuxton. Oh, that's not a name now that you added a stin. <laughs> Shire. Chuckston <laughs> So
2: they're watching the bad actors act badly. And during a break in monologue class, Hannah comes in to see her coach and gives what they thought was the, going to be the good monologue because they saw a, bless her little heart, <laughs> she she's trying and everything, but this, but this girl is not a very good actor.
0: Mm-mm. So good. She walks in and she's like, ask me who I am. And they're all like, what? Uh, knock, she's knock. Like, just just fucking do it. I'm setting up a speech. Obviously, I'm setting up, up my
1: monologue thing because it's, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> right. But again, this speech is just, I just want everyone in this room to know that if I were talking about anyone but God, I would have a severe... And treatable mental illness. <laughs> but I said God, so I still do. It's but it culturally acceptable.
0: Actually makes it really hard to treat. Also people. the drama teacher is an abomination. Uh,
1: yeah. I also brought this rock for the drama. Just a couple teacher. rocks. <laughs> God.
2: Well, and I love, too, because, like, the the drama teacher actor, like, so she gives her little monologue and walks out, and and Coach goes to follow her, but the drama teacher stands up and says, that, ladies and gentlemen, was great acting, which it it wasn't, but what I love so much about that is that that would be an admission, even within the universe of this film, that no one could possibly have meant that bullshit about being loved by God. Right? Anyway, but the the key though is the coach chases her down and he's like, "Hey, you uh, come with me. I want to show my wife how Christian we made you." We are like, "White saviors,
1: aren't we?" Just literally, like, <laughs> we're literally because sa- we saved you. We're literally white. It's it's oh yeah.
0: We have taken up this burden. You got to admit, have we not? <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: come on.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so okay, so now she has to give back all the shit from her klepto box. Like she just made it to step nine
1: of AA or something. To the craziest <laughs> music. Oh, is like, yes. I am strong. And here's your headphones. <laughs> I <am> Neil <nearby laughs> This is a condom I took from your purse. <laughs> <And don't> <laughs> <live> <laughs> again. I stole this lipstick. Headphones
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be more visually exciting to justify a montage. Okay. Oh my God! Keep singing, <laughs> guy. Keep singing. I'm gonna I'm gonna run for a few minutes to stretch this out. Please keep singing. And and let's step back and keep in mind. Like seriously, this is a movie
2: about how the white people just taught the black girl how to not be a thief using their Christianity. Yep. Using their God. That's what just happened in the movie, guys. Mm. All right. Then Hannah goes to see her dad <sighs> again. The room is empty. I laughed out loud because I thought
1: that he was. So did I. I got in trouble. <laughs> so I got did really I. Big so did in I. Theater. <laughs> I get yelled at by three ladies. I, they all turned and looked at me, and I was like, "Oh, if any of these women can beat the shit out of me."
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, and the moment's great too because Hannah thinks he's dead. <laughs> but kind of for no reason, she just walks in the room and she's like, "He's not in the room. He's dead. Dad's dead." And then immediately. A nurse walks by, is like, "Oh, hey, are you?" Feels like you're looking for your dad and think he's dead. Is that? Well, he's gone from this room. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> he's I gotta, gone on to a better pause.
2: place in the hospital. I in the work hospital. on my phrasing
0: and my pausing. This happens a lot. <laughs> he's in a different room.
2: Yeah, so they take her to ICU to see him, and she tells him she's like, "You know, I'm a Christian now, and it occurs to me that if Jesus can forgive me for petty theft as a means of attention seeking." I suppose I can forgive you for abandoning me and killing my mother with your disdainful apathy. That should be easy for me to do. Then, so now mm. I'm over it. I've over. You might even say I have overcome. Myrrh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, but but she, so she gets home from the hospital and nanny is pissed, right? Well,
1: she's yelling. This actress, I don't know what takes she did before this one but it's very obvious the kendricks came up and were like no you know like a like a
2: <laughs> and she was like oh
1: so you just want me to yell all my lines yes we'd like you to yeah, yell, yell all, all, of your, your lines.
2: all your lines that scares us it scares us when you do that
1: you're the
0: bad guy who raised a child from age whatever because her parents were doing meth and one of them died Yeah. You're the bad guy.
2: You're the bad guy now. Well, right. Yeah, because Nanny's like, where the hell have you been? And she's like, well, I went to see my dad who you told me was dead. And she's like, god damn, I was hoping you were off drinking with boys or something. Fuck. So she goes to see the coach. Right? And she basically, she like, she goes to see the coach and his wife and says, you guys can't possibly think you're the good guys in this fucking movie, can you? I'm sorry, (laughs) you wrote this fucking thing? You wrote this thing and you think you're the good guy?
1: Did you introduce my child to her father without even speaking to me because you just assumed you knew better than me yep i just oh you're both you both pretending to be the wall i can see you <laughs> not like a t-rex we're, eyes aren't based on moving. movement i see you nope. don't count don't do the movement thing you're not, not safe stop touching your couch you are not I'm safe i'm on base <laughs> <laughs>
0: The movie's getting scolded by itself right now. Yeah, it's the best. And they don't realize it. They wrote her correctly scolding them, the movie. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. And oh my God, the fucking sad face that Alex Kendrick wears throughout this might end up being my first tattoo. It was fucking oh. amazing.
1: Vin Diesel sad in a graveyard on one bicep, sad out Kendrick <laughs> on the other. The sweet look.
0: Tom Brady just sitting there defeated. Nice little trio.
2: And then, yeah, so then we, we get a little bit more of Granny and Hannah fighting about it, which is it, it, like it leads to this awkward moment where Granny's like, I can't believe you would lie to me about the thing I lied to you. You, you know what? Fuck it. Just fuck it. We'll, we'll yell at each other in a different scene. Yeah, I was, uh,
1: no yell at him.
2: <laughs> and then, of course, it's time for everyone to ask a goddamn magic ghost what he thinks about the situation, right? <laughs> So we get the coach and his wife. There's literally, there are literally at this point, three praying scenes in a row. Yep. They're praying at child's pose. Yeah. They're, they're all like stick, sit there with their asses in the air, praying the coach and his wife. Then grandma goes to see Thomas and basically she says, Hey man, fuck you. And he goes fair. And then she leaves and Thomas prays.
1: <laughs> the Thomas scene is amazing. That is the fact that that stayed in the movie. Cause he's just like, Oh I knew you would come, and she was like, oh, did you? Is it because you murdered my daughter with drugs? And he's like, yes, but mm. now I'm... I love your daughter. Oh, the both times you've met her, you love her now. Yeah. Cool. cool. Good.
0: <laughs> Good. <laughs> Grandma just walks in throwing billiard balls, like, oh, <laughs> sorry, could
1: you not see those coming? I'm gonna <laughs> fuck your shit up. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's terrible when something does something really disruptive that you can't see coming, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. How many billiard balls do I have? More than that one.
0: Can you hear how many billiard balls I have? Can you hear it? I'm juggling them. How many is it?
1: Maybe I'm really good. You want to be deaf too? I'll cut your fucking ears off. Let's do this. I'll tell you what. I'm going to stand perfectly silently in the corner of this room holding a billiard ball until you fall asleep or think I'm gone. And then I would just leave. (laughs) She starts playing stuck in the middle with you. Takes out a razor blade. Like Michael Madsen.
0: You ever see Reservoir Dogs? Cool. (laughs) Can you smell? Smell that gasoline? Here we go. And then, okay, so she leaves Thomas praise, and then
2: she prays, right? Then we get a scene of her fucking praying. And I love this because this didn't occur to me until like the third one. After each prayer, I'm pretty sure we're getting like prayers eye view cam because literally after all three of them, we have like a sort of a flyaway drone shot, Leaving oh, the building that's what that the they pra- were going for. That was a
1: prayer going to heaven. We were looking from the prayer's eye view. <laughs> okay. I, I was very distracted during grandma's praying scene by the giant jar of lollipops she has on the table next oh, to her. Oh, I didn't notice. Praying. I was super distracted by <laughs> that.
0: That would have distracted by the by the me candy. too. Yeah. No. I like that grandma's prayer just like made fun of God. And then they were like, well, we have no answer to that. She's just like, hey, God, it's me, the grandma character. What the fuck are you doing, bro? What <laughs> What would you say you do here, scene? Yeah.
2: All right, so now it's time for the big rules committee meeting. Remember that earbud thing that cleverly dropped in earlier? Circled the fuck Coming back, back to roost, motherfuckers. Let's, okay.
1: Let's talk about how lazy this writing is. <laughs> they could have just been like, you're allowed to wear earbuds during the thing and set this up. But because this movie... <laughs> was written like leading a trail of gumdrops in front of Hansel and Gretel (laughs) after the lead paint years. They're like, should we let someone wear an earbud? Yes, they can wear an earbud. Pre-recorded audio? Pre-recorded audio. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so while they're voting on whether or not the uh, the players can wear earbuds when they're doing their cross country, uh, the coach has an idea. See, what he's going to do is he's going to have Thomas... Pre-record 20 minutes of coaching that'll talk Hannah through her big race in the state
0: championships.
1: (laughs) That's the craziest, dumbest idea. Oh my god.
0: That makes no sense. No, it would not. He's just gonna be explaining to her how far behind she is from the state champ at each moment during (laughs) now you're she's probably like a minute ahead of you, I'm guessing (laughs) based on your time. You should have ran a minute. Faster than you have so far. <laughs> and you could be tied.
2: I love it. Yeah, because they throw in a couple of little scenes here to, like, distract you from the practical impossibility of this idea. Like, I'll film the race. Well, I'll stand there and tap his arms when the next uh, hill comes up. So he'll know three taps oh. for hill and one. T- what the f <laughs> Give me a fucking break. And
0: we get to watch dad and the two brothers take a golf cart through the whole yeah. track here, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're counting. Like they're having one of the kids count off. What the fuck math do they think they're doing here? That, they, Like the, he's driving and he's like looking at the thing and drawing stuff out. And he's like, son, th- yell out the seconds. She'll be here now, 305, 306. Now here, 307. What What does that mean? How is that going to be helpful?
1: Some And some other runner is going to be, here, now yeah, what? here now. Yeah. Right. There's another coach in a different golf cart. Really, are you gonna be there now? We're already back here now. Oh shit. <laughs> Hold Damn on. It. Hold on. We gotta again. start at the same time.
0: We gotta count off. Morgan, one, <laughs> two. <laughs> They're three. sticking up their tracks.
1: <laughs> They're clapping in front of each other.
2: All right. So yes, but they but that's the big idea for Act Three. So now it's time for the big race, so we get to watch kids run again. So coach gives her this fucking ipod shuffle with the um with the track coaching in it and i just she doesn't know it's coming i just wanted her to have a fucking emotional breakdown as soon as she heard her dad's voice and just spent 20 minutes crying at the starting line
1: he's just just (laughs) standing there go go honey go oh shouldn't shouldn't surprise don't listen because in like three minutes he's going to tell you where you are in the race and he is wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can you do the skip ahead function, <laughs> or you know what, rewind it? Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know
2: what, I'm going to admit this. Like, this is in a, in its own way. This is kind of brilliant, right? So, like, if you tasked me with writing a cross country race movie and keeping the last race interesting, this is you know the 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 voiceover thing here is at least as good as anything I could have come up with.
1: I want you to know. That the Kendrick brothers are one hundred percent listening to this podcast, and they just turned it off. They were like, "See, they loved it. They knew <laughs> it, nailed it. High five! I told you, we just had to make it. Well, a yeah. Couple hours. And hopefully, they hopefully
2: <laughs> they turned it off before I add. Of course, I would have just gone with using an interesting sport at the center of my movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was pretty impressed with that when they thought when they did that because I I kept thinking like. How the fuck are they going to make yet another race cinematic enough for the And and they figured out a way to do it. It's it's terrible because he just spends the whole time sermonizing, right? But n-
1: not just sermonizing, but giving medium running advice. Right? He's like, "Pump pump your arms. Um continue to run. All right. Right. Pump there your legs, go. also pump legs. Your legs, I should have said legs pump too. Pump your legs. Also, okay. Um, when when your
0: legs are tired, don't do that. Have stop being tired. This it, The whole thing is so good, though. I love the very beginning of this, too. They get the gun goes off. And then that drone that they bought just for the overhead shot of running and the prayers eye view gets running overhead shot. And then this is this is what they're recording. A lot of it is like the dad saying, all right, daughter, we're going to pass people one at a time can't really do that any other way <laughs> Stu- morgan morgan cut that part Is this <laughs> stupid now pass the tall girl in front of you i don't know how i knew that but there's a tall girl in front of you and i wanted her to take an early lead
1: and just have yeah the, all the, right. the cues fuck up <laughs> keep passing he's like no i'm i'm way out in front, asshole. See, I had a much darker vision where she, like, trips and falls down and the recording's just playing in, over her dead body in a gullet somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the last 30 seconds of the race pushed itself harder All than right. you've ever been. She just shits herself. Oh. If your lungs are tired from bleeding, duh, <laughs> don't do that.
0: <laughs> duh, lay there. Keep laying.
2: Alright, so here's the thing about this scene is I was so distracted by the recording. Because we keep cut, we're cutting back and forth to her racing and him doing the voiceover and then him recording it with, with coach the day before. But the microphone, I don't know what they're using. It's off screen wherever it is so I want to make this movie again as a goddamn podcaster but she's listening to the actual audio that he would have using the fucking microphone on his phone from 18 feet away in a busy hospital during whole this thing. whole
1: thing <laughs> honey I just want you to know that you're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> you gonna admit it, honey you're gonna be alright don't <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
0: not me it's not me it's the next guy in the next bed he's fucking dead though whoa is that my daughter in there <laughs>
2: All right, but because of all Uh, the good coaching, she she runs very
0: very well now. Yeah, I I wouldn't say all good coaching. At one point, he says, "If your asthma's kicking in, ignore that." Yep. And we're gonna find (laughs) out why that's a horrible thing to say, (laughs) even if it wasn't obvious already that that's a horrible thing to say. And then she's getting closer to done, and this is one of my favorite lines in the movie. He's like, "And run faster in." Three, two, one, now run fast. <laughs> <And laughs> she's trying to catch up to the girl at the front, and the girl at the front has to intentionally slow down. Oh, she's best.
1: toddler running. It's because yep. this this girl was obviously a real track runner. And so they had this actress running behind her, and you see her be like, Oh, I got to slow down this much. Okay, this is. Oh, come wow. on. You're still, Can you tell her um, to jog at least? <laughs> It has to happen before the finish line.
0: That's
1: the whole thing. Oh, no, I sat down to take a nap, tortoise. I hope no one passes me. What the fuck am I doing?
2: All right. So, but yeah, but her and the state champ get to the finish line. And just then, as they get to the finish line together, Hannah collapses because it's super dangerous,
1: probably to push an asthmatic like that. Seems like she should have picked a different sport. <laughs> <laughs> but she's fine. That was just for dramatic effects. Yep.
0: And I think this is my favorite moment in the movie because she, she passes out and you think, all right, if she's dead, um, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. If it's just her, she dies and her dad dies, cross cut. Fantastic.
1: Grandma but, has a heart attack at work. Yeah. <laughs> a car. There is a mass shooting at that race. Kills the coach and his wife. Oh, Credits. So,
0: grandma's in a traffic stop. doesn't go well. But yeah, so she's she passes out in like on the finish line, Mm. like right on the finish line, and a ref comes over and he's like, "Hey, could you get her out of the way? More runners are coming." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's. I mean, if she's dead or alive, doesn't really matter. Just move her over a few feet either way (laughs) because we're trying to run a race. Move
2: over to the side (laughs) of the road if there's no injuries. So. Yeah, right. And and by the way, okay, so so they're they're putting an oxygen mask on her, dragging her off, and we have this really long, bizarrely long series of end of the meet, nobody knows who won yet, but they want to make sure that we see that they all shake hands kind of or whatever.
1: Yeah, someone who has never been to the end of a track meet because all of these runners would be squeezing weird Gatorade baby food into their mouths and trying super hard not to vomit it back up. <laughs> I mean, I get why they didn't show it in their movie. Yeah, but that's what happens at the end of runs, just so <laughs> you know. All right, but now the race
2: official guy or whatever comes to tell her that she won the race. They had to go back and look at the video because it was so close, but the fact <laughs> that she was passing out unconscious at that last second meant that she was leaning forward more. Funny,
1: that <laughs> header you took really helped. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We thought it was La La Land, but no, it was you. It was you. You, you, won, by, you won by the length of your inhaler. There's a big argument going on right now, right now but you, your inhaler won
2: the race. Yep. Yep. She won. They hoist her on uh, their shoulders. She looks very uncomfortable up there. And also, yep. okay, I don't know how track works, but she won this race. So she's the state champion, even though she never finished even in the top 10 and in any of the other... Why do they have the rest of the season then? This seems like a shit Those system. are just
1: warm-ups. Okay. <laughs> it's a double elimination system, you see you now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. And she takes the podium, and I wanted her so bad to take a knee. Yes. The oh, anthem. yes. Black uh, Panther fist, my- Tommy Smith.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's Theater would have lost their goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Would have yeah. been
0: rioting. <laughs> oh, and I mean, again, this was filmed in like south georgia i guarantee you they had a bunch of shots with confederate flags in the background that they had to cut 100 percent, that happened
2: oh i if it comes out that they cut those that like that that will ruin this movie's box office if they if, if if we can prove that they like digitally deleted some rebel flags from it we can kill this movie dead <laughs> all right oh and then we have the scene where it turns out that granny was at a race after all she's late to work but it was worth it to watch her her granddaughter
1: run good. And, and she totally fucks this scene. She's like, I know it hasn't been easy, but I want you to, whatever. Can I go see my dad? And she's like, yep. Oh,
2: okay, I had a whole
1: thing. <laughs> cool, I'll go to my second job that I delayed. <laughs> and I'll just go buy you some more food. But yeah. yeah, no, go Yeah. I'll see your dad. <laughs> Say hi to your mom for me. Oh, wait, you can't because your dad murdered her. <laughs>
0: Dad runs out of the woods. I took
1: some meth and ran and raced by sound. I'm here, too. Fourth place.
0: I feel so
3: free.
2: But ultimately, of course, Granny decides, Oh, shucks, what's a little introducing my daughter to meth and supply on her with it until she's dead and then dropping off a child on my doorstep not providing any financial support for a decade and a half among friends. And she does the right thing and decides that uh, that Hannah can go see her dad. So we head back to the hospital one last time, and I love this. He goes, the uh, Thomas, the dad. He goes, "How did you do in the race?" And instead of saying, "I won" or anything, she puts the medal around the blind man's neck. (laughs) So
1: for all he knows, this is a twelfth place medal. He has no fucking idea. Uh, Medals are cool, I guess. I know they give these to everyone now. (laughs) Um, I don't necessarily support that. What color is this? Can you tell me? Is it?
0: That's not just any medal. You're blind. It's gold. We made you blind for this reveal and no other reason. It's gold. All right. And then mom and dad go out into the hall because
2: Alex Kendrick was absolutely sure that the audience was going to want to watch him emote again. Yep. We get him trying to cry there. (laughs) Oh, it's so sad. If you ever feel like you've been, like you're bad at your job and you just have one of these, like, oh, I can, I'm never going to be good enough. Just like you should have this scene just queued up on your phone at all times
1: exactly it's the
2: ultimate motivational material yeah exactly all right so now it's time for Thomas's funeral
3: damn it
1: because we and are gonna kill this guy <laughs> we're done with this black guy let's kill him that'll get a nice little boom shook a boom at the end of the <laughs>
2: <laughs> and like I and and also okay so he's they're at the funeral the preacher's standing up there giving the funerary rights whatever to say whole thing and basically here's the paraphrase of what the preacher says Yes, Thomas is dead, but we will take comfort in pretending that that isn't real. Amen.
1: So exact quote, he's now alive and well in the presence of the Lord. Nope, that's not Christian. You don't believe he's alive. Nope. You might believe he's well, but definitely not alive. That's That word means something. So... And then there's also this this great moment uh, where,
2: like, Coach, you know, after the funeral, Hannah's standing by the graveside and Coach comes up to talk to her and she says, for six weeks, I had the best dad in the world. And I'm, like, demonstrably untrue, my dad can see. Like, just we have, <laughs> it, like based on nothing but that, I think my dad
1: wins out. Also, there's, like, a backstory thing. So, like, when your dad kills your mom and then is nice <laughs> to you for six weeks, he doesn't... Really doesn't matter how averages out sorry he yeah. is. <laughs> What would you say he did here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. And then the movie should just fucking end, but it doesn't. We cut to six years later, and I'm convinced that's just so that I have to look at that creepiest fuck digital aging they did to this actor. Very weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, we just basically set up camp in Uncanny Valley here. <laughs> but we learned that before he died, her dad recorded... a a podcast episode for every birthday of her life. And now the coach sends her one every year. See, that's bit as good as financial support and ensuring proper nutrition in her adolescence.
1: Right. I want to hear dad's (laughs) predictions so badly. You're 21 now and you're probably dating someone who's really shitty. Like, really shitty, <laughs> and you don't know how to get out of it, because you just broke up with the high school person, and then this, this lasted lo- way longer than you thought it would, and you're just sort of looking for a way out. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, honey. <laughs> All right, so now you're 39, and you're a podcaster. Um, This isn't great. Have you tried meth? <laughs> I'm your dad. <laughs> You're in
0: beautiful Albany, Georgia. That's, <laughs> that's real. They have Albany. They pronounce it Albany, I believe. No, they pronounce it Albany. I, I, they I, say Albany? Yeah,
2: I live right next to that one.
0: So. Next yeah. to Boston? Yeah. <laughs> Boston? They also have a Boston, I think. Do they? I don't know about that one.
2: All right, but yeah, that's it. Then we get credits. Um, a lot of Kendricks in the Grands.
1: <laughs> so many Kendricks in there. And it's in the best places. Like, it's all the crowd shots, yeah. All the actors, yeah. But then there's these tiny moments of, like, prop specialist Steve Kendrick. Thanks for the car, Steve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. They had about 19 different art assistant Kendricks yep. also. Yep, all of them drew a picture. And there was one moment in the uh, credits called the Prayer Warriors block. <laughs> yes, and there. Was. It's about a hundred people in the credits, all different people called just Prayer Warriors, not actors. They were just they praying, prayed for the movie to be successful.
2: <laughs> yes. All right, I gotta point this out in case anybody hadn't realized this. This is the the second time this year. That we have gone to a theater to watch a track running movie with a dying small town as its backdrop.
0: So I just used the same notes from last time. Yeah, <laughs> I really right. Right notes this time.
2: Just changed white to black, and you're there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my question to close things off is, where did it all go so wrong, guys? At one point, we thought we were going to be famous. Remember? We
1: were gonna <laughs> oh be famous. man, I'm bummed out. <laughs> should give us five-star reviews on iTunes. It really does matter. (laughs) Bumps us up in the charts. Helps new people find us.
0: Yeah, but that just means
2: we're going to be doing this more
0: still. i say it went wrong around uh, the sixth day when God created animals. (laughs) About 6,000 years ago. He was way too impressed with his own work.
2: He thought everything was good. Yeah, all right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of Overcomer, but it's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to leave you on a cliffhanger. So, Eli, tell us. What's on
1: deck? We've been waiting on this one for the while. We'll be doing the documentary, What the Health? Oh, sweet, sweet, <laughs> awesome.
2: I actually am really looking forward to that one.
1: This is every vegan argument Eli would like you not to hear the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cure your cancer with a carrot right the yep. fuck
2: now. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So with that to look forward to, we're gonna bring episode two ten to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to get yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows the scaling at citation needed and the rat available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song is written and performed by Ryan Slotnik of Evil on Mars, all the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostigop, no illusions, promised to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close.
1: Grandma got fired from her job for being late. Every goddamn time in this (laughs) movie.
2: Eventually, Coach realized that history teacher had actually (laughs) been his job the whole time, and Coach was just a hobby. (laughs)
0: Hannah's vote never got counted by Georgia for the rest of her life.
3: <laughs> we could
2: have had Stacey. We could have had oh, Stacey.
0: Neither did Stacy's
2: vote. No, nope. neither did <laughs> It did <not>. For herself. <laughs> The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.